This is the Test Tube Podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Jack Monroe, and this is the Test Tube Comedy Podcast. Thank you very much for downloading it. This is the recording of some of our favourite bits of November's gig. It starred Celia Pacoya, Nick Purvis, Nish Kumar, Ben Tajay, Elliot Mason, and was headlined by the fantastic Pappies. Hope you enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you're here for Test Tube Comedy. Keep going. All together, ladies and gentlemen, your first act, the fantastic Celia Pacoya. I have a boyfriend who lives in Australia and I've just moved here. He came, which is tough, uh, and he came over to visit me for two weeks uh, and he went back last week. And while he was here, we thought, shoot, we've got two weeks together, we should do something special. So we went to Paris and uh, we didn't want to do anything fucking touristy, so uh, we went to the Eiffel Tower. Um, uh, Yes. Who who in the room has been to the Eiffel Tower? Anyone? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I found the most hilarious about the Eiffel Tower is it's packed, one, right? It's just packed full of people. But it's packed full of couples trying to out-in-love each other. <laughs> Everywhere. Like, it, it was hilarious. Like, my boyfriend and I would just be quite casually holding hands. And honestly, I, another couple would see that and they'd, like, standing spoon. They'd be like, huh. Right, and then another couple would see them and be like, "I see your standing spoon, and I raise you a dip kiss." Right, like all these couples were like, "We're so in love." Oh, look at us on the Eiffel Tower! It's like the first day we met. Like all these couples, were like, oh, never. And in amongst all of this, on the top of the fucking Eiffel Tower, in amongst all these couples, like, oh, so in love, there, my boyfriend and I got engaged. I know, I know. It's um, we didn't want to. We're just really competitive. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't think any woman in the history of the world has ever said, "Of course I'll marry you." Immediately followed by, "Suck on that." <laughs> in your face, dip kiss. If I could have spontaneously had a baby, I would have. <laughs> Look at what our love has created. We should call him Love Child on your way. <laughs> but I love when kids figure out that they can argue their way out of swears. You know, you see him, it's like, "Bitch, what did you say?" What? It means a female dog. Little shit. Bastard. What did you say? What? Their parents weren't married when they were born. (laughs) Wanker. What did you say? What? She was wearing a jumpsuit. Now. (laughs) Oh, God. There we go. I don't know if I've... uh I don't know if I've stepped on any toes there. I don't know what you're feeling about the jumpsuit is. I'm not down with it. If you're not a baby or an astronaut, don't wear a fucking jumpsuit. Have you seen the ads in the tube, the big posters that go, OMG, where'd you get that jumpsuit? Uh, Somewhere where they're laughing at you when you leave. That's where I get. And you see them whenever I see the girls in the city, and they're usually just stunning girls in the thing, really skinny, tall, beautiful girls. Whenever I see them in a jumpsuit, I always think the same thing. I think, I know you think you're pretty cool, but you're naked when you're on the toilet. My name's been Celia. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your night, guys. Nicholas Park. Um, Yeah, it is actually in Purvis. Uh, Yeah, eight years we've known each other. Still can't remember my name. Brilliant. Awesome. 
problem I have with marriage is that I- it's all set up all wrong because the, 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 your, your wedding day is what people say. It's, it's my perfect day. It's the most wonderful day of my life. It's the completely perfect day. You know, wedding after that, kind of downhill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing is, the problem is that you never have anything at, the, at your wedding for the rest of your life. Yeah, you don't have the cake. You don't have the flowers. Okay. Yes, some women wear the dress again. That's because they've gone mental, okay? Yeah. I'm the prettiest girl in the world. And that's why I'm marrying Batman. Woo! Nick Perfs. Keep going for the fantastic Nish Kumar. This is all it is, by the way. Yay! So, uh, yeah, my cousin had a baby, and it revealed something uh, fundamentally very terrifying to me, is that I, I don't understand how people have children. Like, I really don't get it. Like, I, I don't mean the mechanics of the situation. Like, I know where babies are made. You know, I understand the sort of, you know, sort of penis, vagina, the whole penetration fiasco. But uh, <laughs> the penetration fiasco, by the way, is the name of the worst porn film of all time, um, which I'm currently writing. Uh, basically, in it... Basically, in it, these two people start kissing, and it gets really sexy, and then they get naked, and then they're both suddenly overwhelmed by a sense of shame. Um, it's an autobiographical piece. You know, you should write, write about what you know. Um, so I, but I don't understand how people have children from uh, the perspective of I, when you have a child, that child is your responsibility, and you have to keep it alive. That's your responsibility. And the problem with that is that it's fucking easy to kill a kid. Like... <laughs> Now, that came out wrong, okay? Like, what I meant to say was children are very small and very... Like, it was meant to be as an observation, not as a boast. Like, I wasn't like, it's fucking easy to kill a kid, you know, where there's a will. Um, Like, I didn't didn't mean it to come out like that. I just mean children are quite... They're quite fragile, you know? And I love kids. Not like that. I like like children... The way that I like children is both appropriate and legal, and I do not want to kill them. I can't help but feel I've dug myself a hole here. (laughs) When I was at school, I used to get picked on quite a lot. Um, and I, people used to try, try and start fights with me. I mean, mainly it was because I was a mouthy little cunt. But um, <laughs> luckily, I've cured that condition now. Um, but I, at the time, I said to my cousin, like, because uh, my cousin's always been slightly a rougher, sort of tougher kind of um, version of me, in a sense. And I said to him, like, what, 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 what do I do? Why do people keep picking on me? And he said, Nish, the reason people keep picking on you is that they feel that they can fight you. Because, you know, you, you sound very posh. You use a lot of long words. It's very clear you've read a book well done. But... What you need to do is dial up the Cockney. Now, my cousin has ever never met a Cockney. And I know he's never met a Cockney because of what happened next. He said, you need to dial up the Cockney. You need to be a bit more like, we're in a fucking London. <laughs> fucking London town. <laughs> Apples and pears and a chimney sway. You have a banana. And I looked at him and I went, what the fuck are you doing? And he visibly panicked, had nowhere else to go, and just went, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Welcome to the mind of Ben Target.
I like to serenade a lady. And as we all know, the best method of serenading a lady is on the F-sharp tin whistle. <laughs> I've written three songs for this particular girl I'm in love with, and I'm going to play them now. The first one is entitled The Kettle. The bad part about that song being, if no one laughs, it gets really lonely on stage. <laughs> so I've written a second song entitled, Ship Leaving Port. Now this one is a little more complicated, so please bear with me. And the third song, Rhinoceros in Flight, sadly <laughs> requires a bassoon, which I can't yet fit down my trouser leg. <laughs> At least, not another one. Ladies and gentlemen, Elliot Mason. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, thank you. <laughs> I wrote this song for my girlfriend. I've just seen this wonderful girl, she's lovelier than lovely can be. Her hair is like a beautiful carpet and her ass is like a soggy peach. One day I will say hello and take her to a moonlit bay. And if she screamed and called for help, well this is what I'd say. I'd lick a Stamp for you, I'd build a ramp for you I'd kiss a tramp for you, if you were my girl I'd catch the flu for you, I'd fling some woo at you Sing doo-doo-doo to you, if you were my girl I'd rape a monkey in the zoo <sighs> And pour some gravy in my shoes Just to see you crack your face once in a while I do keep fit with you, I dig a pit for you, roll on some grit for you, if you were my girl. I'd rent a car for you, I'd eat some tar for you, I'd pee in a jar for you, if you were my girl. I'd punch a baby in the neck. I'd even swear, say ruddy heck, if you only would just kiss me on the knee. I'd make a pass at you, I'd blow some glass for you I'd pull a kazoo out of my ass for you If you were my girl, if you were my girl Yeah!
I'd nail a fish cake to my cheek and kick a penguin in the beak. Oh. <laughs> if I thought that it would make you come to me, I'd run a mile for you, headbutt a child for you. I'd launch your piles for you. Too much, but too much. If you were my girl, if you were my girl. Hey, hey, hey. I haven't got a girlfriend anymore, don't know why. This is my last one. This one's about something else. I was waving to my friend who had just come round the bend. I was waving, I was waving, but he didn't comprehend. So I shouted out his name and then I wished my life would end. Cause it wasn't who I thought it was, it was someone else. I was talking to a lady who was due to have a baby and I said your stomach's bigger than a fairly large gorilla but she looked a bit offended and she punched me in the face cause it wasn't who I thought it was, she was someone else. I was in a deep discussion with a man who spoke in Russian I couldn't understand a bloody thing that he was saying I think he was mistaking me for someone that he knew Cause I wasn't who he thought I was, I was someone else I'm not you, you're not me I am what? We are we It is that I am they You is why Who? Who are you? I was watching me a film with my lovely lady Jill I was eating lots of things, pack of twiglets, onion rings I took a sip of coke and it made me nearly choke Cause it wasn't what I thought it was, it was something else I bought tickets to a show cause my mum wanted to go She dressed up really nice like a bird of paradise But when we reached the theatre nobody was there Cause it wasn't when I thought it was, it was someone else I'm not you, you're not me I am what? We are we It is that, I am they You is why? Who? Who are you? Everybody now! I was on me holidays, I was catching me some rays I was listening to the ocean and I grabbed my suntan lotion My lady rubbed it in but she had rough and manly skin But it wasn't who I thought it was, it was someone else I woke up in the night with my bladder feeling tight I stumbled down the hall, I took a left and then a right I started to relieve myself and then I found the light But I wasn't where I thought I was, I was somewhere else I'm not you, you're not me I am what? We are we It is that, I am they You is why? Who? Who are you? What about my mimi me? What about my mimi me? Blue, what about my mimi me? Blue, what about my mimi me? Blue, what about my mimi me? 
I've been Elliot Mason. <laughs> Elliot Mason! And the final act, your headline act tonight, are the absolutely brilliant, the completely fantastic Pappy. So everybody, all together, clap like fucking maniacs, please, for your headline act tonight, Pappy's fucking Pappy's! Podcast special feature. And now, a message from your resident house lunatic.
That was some of the best bits of Test Tube comedy from November. Test Tube happens the second Monday of every single month, has a resident house band, the semi-resident house lunatic, and is in the fantastic Canal Cafe Theatre in North London. Hope to see you there soon. You can find out more at www.testtubecomedy.co.uk.